0: Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. Today we're joined with Lynn Weezy Sneed. She's a literary consultant for the Tucson Festival of Books, and she's also a published author. She's going to be letting us know about some of the things happening this year for the 10th annual Tucson Festival of Books, which is now the third largest in the country. Welcome, Lynn. I'm guessing you're pretty busy getting ready for the 10th annual Festival of Books.
1: Well, you guessed that right, Amanda. Yes, it's uh, the festival is March 10th and 11th, and it is our 10th annual, which is so exciting. We are now the, the third largest festival, as you mentioned, behind the Los Angeles Times Book Festival and behind the National Book Festival, which is held in Washington, D.C., And for Tucson to claim that spot, I think that is so cool. So everyone involved with the festival is particularly jazzed this year about what's happening. Are there some things happening
0: because it's the 10th year that are a little bit more special than the average book festival?
1: Well, we're honoring some authors who have been at all 10 festivals, including Luis Alberto Uriah, who is coming out with a new novel, and that novel will be launched at this year's festival. Uh, We have a very large Science City area, and the theme there is The Power of 10. So there will be activities for children, uh, also for adults related to that. And then Saturday night, we have a special event that's open to the public. And that is the Rock Bottom Remainders Concert. Now, uh, remainder in the publishing world refers to a book that is out of print, but the publisher has ended up with a bunch of copies that they don't know what to do with. So if you are a rock bottom remainder, you are at the bottom of the bottom. And uh, this band was started by authors who are at the top and not the bottom, including Stephen King, Barbara Kingsolver, Dave Barry, Sam Barry. Now, King and Kingsolver no longer tour with the band, but the authors that will be playing are Amy Tan, Greg Isles, uh, Ridley Pearson, Scott Rowe, Mitch Elwam, Sam Barry, Dave Barry... And I hope I haven't forgotten anybody, but it should be it should be quite a show. And it's going to be on the University Mall on the East End, and it will be starting at 530. And again, this is open to the public this year. Usually there's a special event for authors and other presenters, but uh, anyone can come here. These authors play some pretty popular tunes, whether they play them well. I'll, I'll defer to to everybody who's a reader and let them make their their assessment. <laughs> I've uh, heard it said,
0: Bruce Springsteen said, if they got any better, then they would just be an average bad band. <laughs> that could but be. because they are how they are, it's, it's more noteworthy.
1: Yeah, and they want everybody to dance and have fun, and there will be food trucks, and it will be a bash. The festival uh, is different from other festivals in that it's nonprofit and we have given about 1.3 million dollars to literacy organizations in the community and uh, so to be able to support the uh, reading public is pretty cool um, we bring in this year we're bringing in about 400 authors who have books with publishers ranging from Random House to Simon & Schuster to University Presses. And then there's also an indie author pavilion for self-published and uh, other authors, and there'll be about 200 authors presenting there. So, you know, we're Topping out nearly 600 authors, I've had a chance to present at a couple of other festivals, the South Dakota Book Festival, but also the National Book Festival, and uh, and both have been wonderful experiences. But in Tucson, we really make an effort to roll out the red carpet for authors, and uh, I think our reputation among authors is uh, is very high. Uh, a couple of years ago I was speaking to a, a mystery writer and he said, well, you know, we all talk among ourselves and Tucson has a great reputation. So we work very hard at making sure authors have transportation, comfortable lodging, a goodie bag. Uh, we escort them to their presentations, set up book signings. And when you say we escort
0: them, I think you're... And we provide transportation a lot of that is with volunteers
1: yes this festival has over 2,000 volunteers which is a lot and in fact uh, we are still looking for for volunteers Uh, we're looking for people to pick up authors at the airport to manage signings to escort authors to help with signs set up clean up Uh, So if anyone is interested in volunteering, they can go to the festival website, which is TucsonFestivalOfBooks.org, and Front and Center is a place they can click on to get more information about volunteering. You mentioned that Tucson really rolls out the carpet for
0: authors and it is heavily volunteer-based. And I think that perhaps that that volunteer uh, doing it on a shoestring is is a hallmark of part of what makes the festival special.
1: Yes, it is. Um, We do have sponsors uh, and we seek those sponsors out to... Uh, sponsor tables at the author dinner on on Friday night, to sponsor rooms where the authors present. Uh, There are grants involved, but uh, the costs are kept very low. Uh, Even take the book and author committee that is responsible for booking authors. There's about 30 people on that committee, and they are all volunteers. So can you imagine the amount of work that each Genre has. So the genre, say, uh, mystery and science and uh, young adult and children's books, there's a couple of people responsible for bringing in and scheduling authors in each of those genres. So those, those are all volunteers, and they begin working right after the festival ends, and they work all year round. It's uh, it's really quite amazing. You know, hats off to that committee. They've, they've brought in some really amazing authors. In current events, we have Katie Tour coming in, who toured with Trump much to her surprise, uh, and wrote a book about that experience during his election. Joshua Green, The Devil's Bargain, Charlie Sykes, How the Right Lost Its Mind, David K. Johnston's, whose uh, new book uh, about the Trump administration is on the bestseller lists. Uh, and then we have uh, amazing literary fiction writers, and um, Right now, A.J. Finn has a book out on the bestseller list. This is a great story. He wrote this book that I would equate to a Gone Girl or a Girl on the Train, and he submitted his manuscript uh, to a bunch of publishing houses. One of which was Harper Collins, who ended up acquiring the book, and he got a very large advance, seven figures, and an, an immediate movie option. And uh, then everyone at HarperCollins discovered that A.J. Finn is really Dan Mallory, who is a big editor at HarperCollins. So uh, so he'll be here, which is really neat that an editor from a publishing company, a major publishing company, gets to experience the Tucson Festival of Books. And we have other science writer. Douglas Preston is uh, on the New York Times bestseller list. He'll be joining us. We have some National Book Award finalists. It's really an incredible lineup. Veronica Roth who wrote the uh, Divergent series uh, that was made into movies. She's a young adult author. She'll be here. We have, I would say, more authors this year who have never presented at the festival that will be joining us.
0: You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm joined in the studio today with Lynn Wheezy Sneed. She's a literary consultant for the Tucson Festival of Books, and she's also a published author. And just talking about all of the different authors that are coming, it reminds me how it can be challenging to remember or think about what you want to go see. I know I have some favorite people that I like to see, but to get out of that, of what I already know, and to explore something different, how do you recommend
1: People Festival? Well, that's a really good question. First of all, the Arizona Daily Star has an insert of the whole festival schedule, but you can also get that schedule uh, on your phone. There's an app, and it's very, very useful. But if you look at neither of those and you happen to show up on the University of Arizona campus on the 10th or 11th, I would recommend wandering about and maybe finding uh, a room that has a group of authors and just going in. Uh, Some events are, are ticketed and there are long lines. But the reason I say this is uh, from personal experience. One time I was looking to go to an event and I uh, didn't want to wait in line. So I went to a different event. I I didn't know any of the authors and it was historical fiction. So there were three authors on a panel. And as I sat there, I was dumbfounded that I, first of all, didn't know these authors and amazed at what their credentials were and uh, what talented writers They are. Uh, And it was just, it was such a memorable experience. So just to be open, don't don't be disappointed if you can't get into a panel that you really want to go to. There are so many, so many panels happening at the same time. They happen every hour and a half. Really, you can just about go to anywhere and you'll, you'll start to get into it and and be mesmerized. So it'll be a really good experience.
0: Another thing you touched on earlier in our conversation was just the recognition, the reminder that all of these efforts, they make a great event and they're also raising money for literacy in our community.
1: Right. And I uh, think that's what we're so proud of uh, to have, you know, Tucson, Recognized as a book festival, but then be able to support the community in such a major way, and also to support Arizona authors and and that writing community. We have eighty authors coming into the festival from Arizona, and that doesn't include the authors who will be at the uh, Indie Pavilion. So. Arizona is a hotbed for writing. I mean there are some extremely talented writers, nonfiction fiction, a lot of children's authors. You know we're quite a literary state. Is there something that that you think attracts
0: authors to Arizona or attracts Arizonans to become authors?
1: There's a large writing groups here and uh, I'm not exactly sure how that started. U of A has a wonderful creative writing program. Pima does too. ASU, NAU, so part of that is from the university system. You know, maybe maybe it's the desert. Maybe the desert just attracts. So also supporting writers, the festival has a writing contest. You can uh, submit in poetry creative nonfiction, and fiction. And uh, the, the gates open for submissions in the fall, and then they close before the end of the year. This year, submissions were the highest that they've ever been. I think about... 10 different countries were represented, many professors from colleges submitted, uh, a lot of lawyers submitted, and uh, the quality of the writing is amazing. So the festival honors first, second, and third place in each of those three areas and then also chooses another 30 some authors to attend a master's workshop so that basically the top 50 submissions are invited to attend a master's workshop which is hosted by five of the authors presenting at the festival and it's a two-day event and your submission is workshopped in small groups and then each of the authors does a presentation it's really an amazing amazing workshop
0: that's one aspect of the festival I had no idea about.
1: I know. There's all these little pockets of activity. I actually had uh, no idea there was a circus uh, that's connected to the children's area. There's a wonderful young adult and teen area and children's area. There are writing workshops during the festival for children for ages 9 through 14, for for teenagers and Teaching those workshops are uh, professional writers and also editors, so that is, I think that's really neat. Teachers in the community can attend sessions and receive continuing education for attending sessions, so any teacher who's interested can obtain a form in the College of Education and then have it stamped after each session that they attend and they get uh, CE credits for that.
0: Talk about some more highlights of the festival.
1: We have a focus on screenwriting in Hollywood. Uh, this year, some of our authors include Jenna Fisher, who wrote a book on Inside the Actor's Life, and Jenna played Pam on The Office, and she'll be here speaking. Um, what? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Bill Odenkirk, who writes for The Simpsons and Futurama, will be here talking about uh, screenwriting. A woman uh, named Catherine Cermak, an author, wrote a book called Miss D and Me. And it's a story about Betty Davis because Catherine was the personal assistant to Betty Davis, so that's pretty fascinating. And then Beverly Gray, a screenplay writer from Hollywood, is coming in, and her book is "Seduced by Mrs. Robinson: How *The Graduate* Was a Touchstone for a Generation." So it's a behind-the-scenes look at the movie *The Graduate*, and on. Thursday, March 8th, The Loft will do a screening of The Graduate. Beverly will speak beforehand for about a half an hour and also sign books. But her, uh, her insights about the movie and the behind-the-scenes stories are pretty interesting. Uh, can you give us any? Well, you know that jacket Mrs. Robinson wears that has the animal print on it? Well, Mike Nichols, the director, is really into Henry James, the writer, into some of his stories. And I can't remember the name of the short story that Henry James wrote. It had to do with a beast. And so somehow Mike Nichols equated Mrs. Robinson with that character and the James story and dressed her in in that fabric and there's a there's a woman who wrote a book about Hollywood and how it grew back in the 50s and 60s and Doug Stanton will be in he wrote the book that the movie current movie 12 strong is based on and he'll be talking about you know how book gets made into movie insights into that which is always kind of fascinating and Tucson also, you know, very much
0: having a strong film community, film writers, film students.
1: Yes. Uh, Heather Hale, who's one of our own screenplay writers, will be on a, on a panel and uh, also moderating some panels. I'm a
0: true believer in the book festival and have been, you know, each of the past years. But I know... Uh, a lot of people haven't been to it yet, or maybe people have been one time and found it overwhelming. What do you recommend?
1: I recommend uh, if you can get there early in the morning. Uh, that works out well, or maybe uh, a little bit later, er- early afternoon. People, Some people don't stay all day, so there's these these waves of of visitors. Some people are intimidated by parking, but actually there's quite a bit of parking. All the surface parking is free. Parking, the event parking in structures is $5. Parking maps are available in the, the Arizona Daily Stars insert, but also online, you can see where the parking structures are. So I would go there and, and find a place to park and walk to the festival. It's held on the mall at the University of Arizona. There is food there, there is a food court. There's drinks and lemonade and coffee, and the student union is also open with food. Bring water, uh, bring a hat. In the past, it's been very warm. I think we had one year where it was chilly and people actually wore jackets and hats and scarves. When you get there, you can just walk around and, and, and catch the vibes and see what's happening. Um, there's music and different tents. There's a lot of booths with information about writing groups have booths, and uh, some of the community groups have booths, and that's always kind of fun to, to walk around there. And then the presentations are, uh, some of them are in tents on the mall, And you can just find a seat there. Some of them are in rooms in the buildings bordering the mall. And there are a lot of volunteers in uh, T-shirts that say volunteer, and they can direct you to different presentations. So even if you, you didn't look at who's speaking, and you went up to a volunteer and you said, you know, I'm really interested in some fiction authors. Where can I go to hear some? A volunteer would be able to answer that question. So I I think the thing is to get there, to get yourself there, and then uh, just walk around and see the lay of the land and see what you want to do. If you want to hear somebody or just hang out with a, a lemonade in the sun and people watch or go listen to some music, eat some ice cream, it's pretty cool. The authors are one of the, obviously, the centerpieces of the festival, and sometimes readers, the reading public is a little intimidated meeting an author, but, you know, authors love to interact with their readers, even if you fan over them. Even if you go up and and say to Lisa Wingate, who wrote a book before you were ours, and, and her book is on the bestseller list right now. If you say, Lisa, I just loved your book. Do you think Lisa's going to go, oh, you know, that's such a weird thing to say? No, she's going to love it. So it's so much fun just to to have a conversation, uh, to meet the authors. And obviously, attending their event and getting a book signed is one way. But volunteering is another way. Uh, I know some people who have been drivers for authors and they pick up the author at the airport and they they get to meet them and and uh, ask questions and just hear their story. Escorts, escorting an author to an event. That's a great way to, you know, just talk to maybe one of your favorite authors or maybe an author you don't know anything about. You, you would get some background ahead of time. But there's a lot of uh, ways to peek inside the festival and experience the festival through volunteering that otherwise you might not be able to do. So for anyone who has an interest, is a big reader, wants to meet authors, the opportunities to volunteer are there, and I would encourage people to do that.
0: Lynn Weezy Sneed, one thing we haven't talked a lot about yet is that you're a published author. Tell us a little bit
1: more about that. Well, I have a couple books out. And uh, this year, I co-wrote a book with H. Allen Day called Cowboy Up, Life on the Lazy Bee. Uh, Allen Day is the brother of Sandra Day O'Connor and Ann Day and grew up on a 200,000-acre ranch. Uh, we had co-authored a book called The Horse Lover about Allen's experience with 1,500 wild horses. The Cowboy Up came out in November, so we will be at the festival. Alan will be uh, speaking on a panel, Mamas, Sons, and Cowboys, and then he and I will be speaking on a panel, Team Penning, and we'll be on with another writing team that goes by the name of Charles Todd, and it's actually a mother and son who write mysteries. So we'll be talking about uh, the collaboration process and how you co-write a book. So that that will be really fun. Alan's the great American cowboy with a lot of crazy stories. Some of our events are ticketed. So tomorrow, Monday, March 5th at noon, you can go on the festival website and order two tickets per ticketed event. And uh, those orders will be available until Friday, March 9th at noon, and it's a first-come, 1st serve basis. And I will say for some of the uh, popular events, uh, the tickets will go fairly fast. So, you want to be queued up at noon to, uh, to hit the order button. The website does indicate which events are ticketed. For instance, Craig Johnson, who wrote the Longmire books, will be at the festival. And Longmire, Robert Taylor, Robert Taylor is the actor who plays Longmire on the TV show, and uh, a couple of other actors will be joining Craig Johnson. So if you're into that, uh, you know, get by your computer at noon and, and order those tickets. We do not charge for events. The, the entire festival is free to the public, which is, which is also pretty cool.
0: Thanks for letting us know all about the 10th Annual Festival of Books, Lynn Weezy Sneed. Lynn's a literary consultant for the
1: Tucson Festival of Books, and she's a published author. Oh, thank you, Amanda. It's great to be here and great to talk books and authors and hope to see a lot of people at the festival. Uh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure I will, too. (laughs)
0: Lynn Weezy Sneed is a literary consultant for the Tucson Festival of Books and a published author. You can learn more information about the Tucson Festival of Books at TucsonFestivalOfBooks.org, and you can even still volunteer if you'd like to help out. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager.